Sabrina Nanji from Queens Park Observer joins us right now. Good morning, Sabrina. Good morning, John. Okay, so rubber hits the road, uh, stuff getting real. I mean, it's it's happening, and we have 55,000 workers who are out, and that is going to paralyze the school system today and probably for next week as well. Yeah, Queen's Park has essentially descended into chaos this week. And, you know, parents are, are going to be feeling the brunt of it. Uh, you know, we, we did have kind of talks going up until the 11th hour yesterday, uh, but they collapsed. You know, the, the both sides were, were too far apart. And, uh, you know, I think the writing was on the wall uh, for, for some time now, because obviously, you know, with this disruption, school boards were kind of saying, uh, you know, days ago that they would close anyway. And that includes, you know, the biggest school board in the country in Toronto. So I think, uh, you know, we're going to have to see how long this goes. There's a lot of uncertainty right now. The union saying this will continue indefinitely. Um, and, and don't forget, you know, there are still negotiations with teachers happening right now. And so this is putting them in a really awkward position at the bargaining table. So things could get a lot messier before there's any resolution here. What's the mood of the government? Because I think it's funny, people represent Doug Ford as a tough guy and conservatives are usually hardliners. But Doug Ford actually doesn't like tension and conflict. So you have to wonder if maybe Stephen Lecce is doing all the heavy lifting here uh, in kicking the union around the block, but that you know there might be some push from Doug Ford and others to try to get some sort of a deal and end this soon. Yeah, and we've seen Ford, you know, kind of pivot when he's faced with public pressure. And so with QP saying that, you know, this strike is going to go on indefinitely until we get a deal, uh, I think that pressure is going to build on Ford and, and he's going to be forced to do something here. Uh, you know, yesterday at Queen's Park, there was this moment uh, when Ford and his education minister and his labor minister were coming out of a meeting with the top bureaucrats. You know, we, us reporters asked, you know, what's happening? Can you give us anything? And he said, we're working on it. But of course, we know a couple of hours later, Later, they rammed through this contract imposing strike banning bill that uh, is a, a huge a nuclear option, you know, as, as the unions call it. And so I think he's really opened up this Pandora's box here where everyone in the country, I mean, even internationally, I was reading about this in The Guardian and on the BBC this morning, you know, is paying attention to this because, of course, it's unprecedented. But I think what's going to what the battle is for the Ford government, um, especially behind the scenes, uh, you know, I was listening to you earlier, you mentioned internal polling. Um, is they really want to win over parents because we cannot underestimate how how big of a deal this is for them. You know, after two years, you know, rolling closures in schools, uh, Ford saying he would keep them open during the pandemic, even though that wasn't the case. Uh, they do want to keep kids in class. I think everybody does. And so this is kind of becoming a public relations war and, and winning over parents. And I think, you know, for, for QP, what they need to do more of is not so much, you know, tell the public. This is an infringement of charter rights, uh, you know, a, a huge existential crisis for unions, which of course are really significant. But to actually, you know, get parents on their side, I think they need to start framing this uh, as, you know, the Ford government is using your children as pawns in this big labor battle. And so I think that this is a, a huge moment of reckoning for the labor movement, because essentially, you know, when you use the notwithstanding clause to impose a contract on unions, what's the point of a union? And so there's going to be pressure not only on, um, you know, QB, but also from other unions outside of Ontario, you know, kind of pressuring them to challenge this. And, you know, the notwithstanding clause might suggest that there are limited legal options to, to deal with this. But of course, you know, everyone's looking at the feds because there are some rare levers that, you know, would 
uh, I, I think probably blow up this this country in a way if you know Trudeau was to use that that disallowance tool that he has that has not been used since the 1940s to kind of step in and say this is not okay uh, for a provincial law. I don't know if he'll go that far, but I think that there is going to be pressure on other parties to challenge Ford in in some way here. Sabrina, thank you very much. Great analysis this morning. Thanks, John.